You're listening to the Casting Shadows Blogs, remote reporting affiliate, WDOG, with an update about the Anchorpocalypse and an editorial. Earlier today, the Hindsightless podcast reported that agent provocateur Joe Richter has lost his discovery tab, which has cost him access to his favorites link, meaning that easy access through the Anchor app to recording and sending voice messages to specific people that he knows and loves and communicates with regularly has been taken away, has been denied, has been stolen, has been ripped from his grasp. And the question that many anchorites are asking themselves, if it could happen to Joe, could it not also happen to me? Now, this did not come without warning. We have been hearing in great detail from the centralized location of our main broadcast desk at the Nerds RPG Variety cast, we have heard of the pending anchor apocalypse. We have been forewarned. But was there any way for us to be forearmed? On more than a surface level, this reporter feels that even with that foreknowledge, and even with more advanced foreknowledge, it may have already been a foregone conclusion that things were going to change. Now, digging around on the internet, I've discovered that in 2019, which is quite a while ago, really, Anchor made some changes to voice messaging, making it possible to record through the browser. And at the time... According to the Anchor blog, this was done because people were reporting it was too difficult to use the Anchor app if you were not already an Anchor content creator. People didn't want to download an app to be able to send messages. So it was enabled for them to do this through the browser. I think this is actually the first nail in the coffin which contains the summoning ritual for the Anchorpocalypse. Of course, that coffin, that casket, that oblong box containing our possible destruction as a communicating community, that maybe more deeply connected to Anchor's horrifyingly bad search functions. How many of us have searched with the actual title of the podcast and yet could not find the podcast we know exists? How many of us have searched for the exact and correct, according to Anchor, name of the podcaster? and been unable to find 
any results. How many of us have searched for an episode by name and got nothing in return for our search? Many of us, perhaps most of us, it is a known fact that Anchor's search is close to useless. In fact, this reporter has only been able to create a tiny little favorites list made up of only some of the podcasts that he has heard about and instead has to rely on the browser to search for these podcasts. And interestingly, the anchor version of those podcasts is usually the first on the list. Easy to find in Google, for example. Even Bing, which rarely finds what this reporter is looking for, is able to find Anchor podcasts. But Anchor itself either cannot or will not. And so, as a self-fulfilling prophecy, with very few favorites lists, and so therefore very little instances of easy access to the podcast to whom you want to send a message, it would seem like by getting rid of the discovery page and therefore the favorites link, well, anchor podcasters are not really losing much at all. Voice messages sent to Anchor Podcasts through the browser would seem, on detailed investigation, to return similar audio quality as that through the app, with just some minor issues, such as uh, stuttering in some instances or pops in others. But generally speaking, seems to be on par with what was delivered through the app. And those messages will still be delivered to the voice messaging tab of the app, meaning adding those messages to an episode will be as easy as it always was. And if that's the case, why would anyone be upset? Why would we be claiming it's an anchor apocalypse? Really, this is where Anchor slash Spotify should be able to identify quite easily why people would be upset, why people would be feeling like something was being taken away. It's because the majority of the messages in our small community, which could be a good indicator of other behavior in other communities of equal size, could indicate that the majority of messages, regardless of whether they are sent from the home or not, are sent from mobile devices. And that accessing our favorites list and automatically recording through the app is by far a superior process by which to record the messages than going to the browser, searching for the podcast, or bringing down a list of favorites in the browser, 
going to the home page, scrolling down to the message function, waiting for the process to load, recording, slowly, step by step, over and over again. To be clear, the messaging function is not going away. It's just going to be harder to use. It's a key part of the functionality of Anchor. It's why most of us probably chose Anchor in the first place. And that key point is going to be demonstrably harder to use and maybe of equivalent quality. All right. Now for a little bit of editorial. Since I started recording this on September 1st, it has become September 2nd. And it is past midnight, and I'm wondering, I'm remembering, I'm thinking about past groups. Many years ago, YouTube, after being purchased by Google, got rid of its video response function, which allowed you to communicate with other YouTubers on the same topic. You would simply indicate their video to which you were making a reply, and it would automatically link your two videos together. The original video maker would approve or not approve of your link appearing. But this is a great way for people who are talking about the same things to find each other and for people to follow a conversation through YouTube. It built large communities. It was excellent. It was fast. It was easy. And it's gone. Similarly, many of us remember with some annoyance the disappearance of G+. Again, a fantastic way for the RPG community and many other communities to grow and thrive and easily organize and foster communication and context and networking and all of that stuff. G+, was a great way for us to build community. And it's gone. Anchor, similarly, enabled us to be able to get our message out through our podcasts, and yet still be able to interact, not exactly in real time, but in a meaningful way. And we could hear the actual voice, the actual nuance of communication between the different participants. It was yet another valuable way to build communities and build a thriving network of people communicating on related topics. Well, it's not exactly disappearing, but it's going to become, in a sense, a gated community. You can get in, but you're going to have to climb over a few things, step around a few things, have some passwords, or know the right people. So, not exactly the perfect environment to foster a thriving and growing and expanding community. And there will be a reaction. People will want to leave. It will seem too difficult 
or investigation will be deferred in favor of listening to what somebody has said. And the response from Anchor itself, which is really Spotify, is disheartening and not at all welcoming and doesn't even really seem to understand what the problem could be or how they have caused it. And this encourages people to move on. It's happened to us before. We'll find some other way. And this is the part where I get a little worried. One large centralized forum, like long, long ago, where everybody would go and talk. Well, those that huge community gets smaller when it moves to things like Vimeo, YouTube, and Vine, and whatever else. The community fragments. And then some people move to G+, and some people never heard of G+. The community fragments, then G+, vanishes. (laughs) And now we have kind of the return of the forum. We have these walled garden Discord channels. We can't belong to all of them. It's not really publicly available. Sure, maybe everyone can join if they know where the invitation is, or that there is an invitation, or even what the name of the Discord is. But somewhere, the idea of smaller and smaller communities is taking root. As long as we can keep talking with our our close friends, then that's all that really matters. But we know what effect that has on conversation. We're at a time where the role-playing game hobby is once again enormous. It's once again in the public eye. It's once again something that you can easily discover. But conversation about it, that is changing. It's become monetized. When you look at YouTube, there are very few channels out there which are not monetized, which are not following a certain way of creating content. And the ones that aren't simply creating the same cookie-cutter type of YouTube content just with the topic change. This is an RPG one, this is a car one, this is a cooking one, you know. The ones that are genuine, well, they're not found as easily. And so, again, there's this kind of sense of the the walled community. So even on something as public as YouTube, the good and honest content, such as that content created by the Anchor community who do podcasts and YouTube channels and blogs and are on Twitter and that kind of thing. It's just not seen as much. And again, in that silence, you know, like I worked really hard on this amazing video which got seen, you know, a thousand times, but then, you know, kind of a talking head kind of video with much less content in it, but far higher production values and, you know, maybe someone with some crazy hairstyle or 
you know, incredible computer graphics or something, and beautiful sound management, it gets, you know, 50,000 views in the first 30 minutes. Whatever opinion that you have researched and put forward is kind of steamrollered by the party line suggested by the, you know, more pop culture friendly version of YouTube. So it's my worry that in the face of this changing landscape of what used to be a frontier, what used to be an open community where you could meet anybody, talk to anybody, share opinions, debate, argue, fall in love, whatever. It's going to go back to the way it was in the 80s before we had all these easy means of communication. It's going to go back to if you wanted to break out of the the walled garden of your local table's culture of play. You had to write a letter to a magazine and include a self-addressed stamped envelope. I don't think that's going to be very good for us. So hopefully, we can find a way to persevere, to use the browser, to continue to do Anchor the way we've been doing Anchor, but just recording through the browser instead of through the app. Or, if that's too challenging because of circumstances, like you can only record in the car, like, I don't know, me, <laughs> you will be willing to record a message and deliver it to the person you'd like to receive it. I'm hoping we'll do that. And I'm also hoping that we'll continue to leave those lines of communication open rather than having the Anchor podcast community, just become a normal podcast community where the flow of information, the flow of communication is really only in one direction, out from the host or hosts. I'd hate to see this thriving community of interaction become that. Anyway, reporting live from South Korea. I'm Anthony Boyd. Those of us here at WDOG would like to reassure our listening audience that your regularly scheduled programming will soon resume and that at time of recording, which is now September 2nd, 2022, here in South Korea, the Discovery tab has not yet been replaced by the Analytics tab, but we would like to remind the listening audience that we have the same message from Spotify as everybody else. What we don't have here in South Korea is the ability to listen to podcasts through Spotify. So whatever solution... Spotify might be proposing to the problem caused by Spotify. We wonder if we'll be able to avail ourselves of it. But anyway, thanks for listening to this broadcast. For a full and complete update on all the details relevant to the Anchor Apocalypse, please check out the Nerds RPG Variety Cast and other affiliate stations around the Anchor community.
You've been listening to a bonus episode from the Casting Shadows podcast, a podcast about role-playing games, a place for action, reaction, and interaction on that topic, where regardless of whether you're into story as product or byproduct, whether you prefer the writer's room or the experience as character, whether you roll dice or pull cards or consult some other more esoteric means of resolution. You can be a part of the conversation, at least for a while. For more Casting Shadows RPG content, check out youtube.com slash runeslinger, castingshadowsblog.com, or just check out more on this podcast channel on Anchor. Until the next time, take care.